0: Welcome to Talkin' Baseball. Boy oh boy, do we have a lot to talk about. Fernando Tatis swings, hits a grand slam, and people are upset. Let's do it. What's going on everybody? Welcome back to Talking Baseball. My name is Jimmy. I got Jake sitting to my left. We got Trevor coming to you from California. Big baby David behind the dish. And we are live in the Roosevelt Studios in the Bronx. That's rsvlts.com slash johnboy. Go get yourself a hat, a shirt, 20% off, whatever you want. A lot of fun, t- uh, a lot of fun stuff to talk about today, Jake. One big thing that's pretty hot.
1: Mm. Hot in the streets, but first, Jake, how are you doing? James, Trevor, doing well. Uh, as you guys both know from talking baseball pregame show, check that out, people. I'm feeling great. The baseball was incredible last night. Three walk offs. We had the Seeger brothers, both Homer, in their first time playing baseball against each other. Awesome. Preparers. We had nine guys hit two home runs in a ball game. Baseball is rolling. Uh minus the COVID Reds right now. They're tapping out for a little bit. We got a it seems like a rotation, but the baseball is incredible. Again, look at the top of the home run leaderboard. It's Tatis, Trout, Betts, and Judge. Genuine, literally a genuine argument for the four best players in the game in this shortened season where anything could happen and who knows, blah, blah, blah. They're doing it. The, the product on the field is good I mean, again, I just mentioned part of it But we watched the Yankees last night sweep the Red Sox in four games Oops We get off of that We record our podcast, Talking Yanks I turn on the TV to finish off the night I get two walk-offs D-backs The Seager Bowl I get the A's The A's got walked off on Who else? Oh, the Angels So, baseball's great I'm doing great NBA playoffs, too, if you're a sports fan Trevor Patrick, how are you doing, Big Nasty?
2: You know I'm living the life right now. Yeah. Last day of AK. I'm happy you got finished off last night. It's always a good thing. (laughs) But what you're talking about is true. And I don't usually agree with you, but baseball is so good right now. We went through all the crap to get this season. We didn't know how it was going to look. We didn't know how players were going to respond But the product has been there. When it's on the field and we don't have teams quarantined, it's been amazing. I cannot wait for the three-game playoff series. It's going to be electric. I think there are enough good teams that we're going to see great matchups throughout. And, uh, you know, I just seeing the baseball lately has got me excited for that. So it's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm happy, man.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, there's still some teams, the COVID still dancing around and, and shutting down games here and there. I think we still haven't had like a full slate of the series yet. Uh, you know, where every team played a full series at the same time. So that's the bad news. The good news is the good is really good right now. Mm. And even some annoying storylines, which is the big topic of today, I still think it's good for baseball overall. I am a believer. I thought the Astros stuff was good for baseball in the offseason. season. Same here. It's frustrating, and needs to change, and we'll get into it. But everybody who likes sports woke up, and what was the story? And who did it involve? A young stud that we've been screaming. Everyone needs to know about this guy. And he just put himself on the map because the dumb, angry old people helped him out. So net-net, uh, as Jake would say. Mm. I think it's positive. This episode of Talkin' Baseball is brought to you by Samuel McLean. Rob Dobson, Isaac Sutton, Rafa Ramirez. What a name, Rafa Ramirez. Matt Carraher, 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 Oliver Richards, Patty Mack, Mill Urena, and Oscar. Oliver Mm. and Oscar, thank you very much. To those people, they are most recent Patreon supporters, the most recent patrons. They can be in the chat live. We got a, a couple people hanging out with us, Wolfgang, Nate Steele, Norm, Thomas, Andrew, Jim, and Nana. Nana? So, thank you very much to them, guys. Let's get right to it. Fernando Tatis hits a home run earlier in the game. It's great. The Padres are up seven runs, 10-7. to The bases are loaded. The seventh inning, right? Seventh inning or eighth inning? Seventh inning? Bottom seven? Eighth, I think zero, yeah, had, zero yeah, out. Six, more, Top six more
1: outs. So six out more outs. Tonight. Okay.
0: So, uh, eighth inning. He gets a 3-0 count. He swings away. Hits a grand slam. Solidifies the game. Seven-run lead becomes an 11-run lead. Game is in hand. He runs the bases. He's happy with himself that he did it. He takes the leaderboard away from Trout, the best player in all of baseball. Home run race. Let's glorify it. Let's amplify it. Shout out Roosevelt's race to 20. Let's celebrate this like McGuire and Sosa. Oh, no, wait, no. Let's be mad at him because he swung 3-0. And everyone knows you're supposed to grant that pitcher a strike because, you know, he's got feelings and clearly he's pitching poorly and can't find the zone, so let him lay one in there. You know, after that, he'll give you a fastball that you're allowed to hit. Oh, never mind. After that, he's going to try to get you out. And then after that, the other team is going to try and score runs to cut the lead in half and try to win the game and have a major comeback. But you're not allowed to hit runs yourself. That would just be rude. The other team can still try to get you out, but you have to give them easy strikes, is what the manager of the Rangers said, is what the manager of the Padres said, his own manager. It's what his teammate Hosmer said. And I'm sure it's what a bunch of old, angry, white men said sitting on their favorite comfy chair that they've sat in with a newspaper on one handrest and the remote on the other, and that's where they sit and watch the games every night. And it's uh, the most frustrating storyline in baseball. Trev was hot. I got hot. Jake got hot. A whole world is kind of on our side, which is a good thing. But boy, oh boy, is it frustrating. And I know I just walked all the way through it. But Jake, Trev, I don't know who wants to go first. Trevor, go get it. Trev, kid. as a player, man, you tweeted out something really interesting. You said, yeah, we are told to take 3-0, but it's stupid.
2: Yeah, that's kind of like a tweet for like all walks of life. Like If you're taught something growing up and then you learn that it's stupid, Mm-hmm. You can change your thought process and you should change your thought process. So when Woodward references, this is the way we got brought up or Bill Ripkin goes on MLB, whatever show on MLB network and says, Hey, I was brought up in a baseball family and that's not how we were taught. You get me the guy who is like the ultimate guy on that side. I will, I will, rub his face in his wrong opinion like you do a puppy when he pees on the floor. I would just rub his little face in it. Because it's so stupid. Fernando Tatis, guess what? Grew up in a baseball household. He knows the rules of the game. He understands how to play the game. It's just a dumb rule. I could go on... I, I could seriously talk about this for hours. What if he did it on the 2-0 pitch? Is that okay? 2 pitch... Up seven runs, you probably know a heater's coming there too. What's the difference? Oh oh pitch for, to lead off a game. You're not supposed to swing at that one too? Like, tell me what pitches I can swing at. Let me get behind. And I really have <laughs> – I can get hot on this because in my career, I was told to take way too much. We would get down by – if we were down by three or more runs in like the seventh inning or on, and you were leading off an inning, or there were no outs – we were told to take a strike. Now, I don't know if you know what the difference in batting average is from 0 to 0-1. It's drastic. All the numbers fall off a freaking cliff, dude. So you're telling me the hardest thing in sports to do, hitting at the major league level, you want to give a leg up to the pitcher? Because what? He fell behind three strikes or you're down a few runs? That makes absolutely no sense. And I had guys... Former teammates of mine texted me out last night saying, like, hey, come on, man, you know how it is. You can't be doing that. Would you steal? Would you do all this? And and guess what? They were all pitchers. (laughs) You know, like, this is so dumb. It doesn't make any sense to me. You had six outs left in the game. You're up seven runs. How many times have we seen teams erupt for seven runs in one inning, let alone two innings? It doesn't make any sense to me. And, like, Jim, you were talking about it. Fernando Tatis, he's one of the biggest stars in baseball. He's broken out this year. Like, was he really good last year? Yes, but people weren't paying attention to him like they are this year. This guy has come on the baseball map. He's added to the list of young stars that we have in this game. And you're going to try to put handcuffs on this guy? Put a muzzle on this guy? No, dude, you let him go. And the fact that Tingler came out and didn't defend his player publicly and like apologize, get the fuck out of here. Now I get it because he this is this is the whole thing. This is this is why Hosmer and Machado kind of talk to him. It's that they know that a team like the Rangers, for some fucking reason, are gonna throw it the next guy up. That's the problem. It's not that he swung 3-0. That's not wrong. The, what's wrong is you retaliating for nothing. That's the problem, not Tatis. So you have to like, figure that side out of it. And let's not forget, there's a couple things here. I'm going to keep going because I'm, so, I'm pissed. Let's not forget last year. What did the Rangers do when Mike Miner needed his 200 strikeout? They let a pop-up fall in foul ground. Because they wanted to get this guy two hundred strikeouts. Don't talk to me about unwritten rules when you're letting pop flies fall in foul territory so your pitcher can hit a a mark for strikeouts. Get out of here. Not only that, someone sent this to me and it's hilarious. Hold on, I got I got to get it up. I'm gonna be hot. Um, let me make one more point. Let me find the tweet. I want Jake. I want to hear your thoughts because I've been talking for like five. Is it, minutes. The, Machado, is it the Machado
0: Woodward tweet?
2: It's it's a no that that one too. That's another so one I was starting just gonna nine. reference. Keep he, rolling. He's given daps to Machado hitting a 3 0 Homer when he was third base coach to the Dodgers. Now he's pissed. I have one about Chris Woodward specifically. I need to go find it. But you guys know where I stand. I'm yeah? I'm just furious about this. And anybody that wants to come at me, let's go, baby. Come at me. We'll talk about this. The baseball needs stars like Tatis. Get get out of here.
1: Yeah. And Jake, the floor is yours. You uh you hit a lot of the nails on the head as did Jimmer Fredette to start. So I don't I don't need to deep dive into it. Yeah, I think the only thing where I'm not running as hot and and Jimmy mentioned no PR is bad PR. I think it's a little different than the Astros thing cuz the the people that aren't big baseball people. I know our 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 friend Big Evan commented under Trevor's tweet and he was like, "Why is this even a story?" cuz if you look into it you find out that one of the best young players hit a home run, which that is that is good PR. So if that's if that's what it takes to get Tatis out there, sure, let's get weird with it. And the big thing that never got me completely hot about this is that the wave is here. Like, the the only two people that I've seen mad about this were Woodward and Tingler. Um, you know, I think, like you mentioned, Hosmer and Machado did some veteran stuff, which... I think uh, I think some of that's eyewash on the field. You know, I'm going to talk to you and let you know, kid, and then they go into the dugout and they say, yeah, hit a grand slam whenever you can. And there's too many other things tied into this, and I, I think sometimes we get hard on the analytics nerds when they don't give guys the right defensive respect or, you know, they're just missing something in the shape of baseball. The, if the best pitch you get in at bat is a 3-0 pitch, go get it. And there's too many stats and money that are now tied into this that if you keep going that, you know what? When Tatis is up for hits-free agency, do you think they care if he took that 3-0 fastball and then he grounded out to third base? Do you think Tatis can point back to his stats and say, well, I took that 3-0 fastball. I would have hit a homer. (laughs) No, they're not going to give you any love for that. But if you have another home run in the tally book, they're going to give you love for that. So... There's just too much to tie, tied to it, and as Trevor mentioned, I mean, we grow as a society. You know, Phil Hughes tried to do a football comparison, friend of the pod, Phil Hughes, close, actual, real-life friend of Trevor Plouffe, and he tried to do a football comparison, and it didn't work at all. Sorry, Phil, I love you. Um, because when teams try to run out the clock, it's because they're trying to secure victory, and there is no clock in baseball. You try to secure victory you with You don't run runs. out the clock to you're trying to – that increases your odds of winning. Yes, you're not, the you're lower not looking the after gets. the other – Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if feelings. you're comparing it to passing and football, games evolve, man. I mean, look at the game of baseball. Look at the game of, of football if you want to look at it like that. Like, yes, there's there's more passing because passing can lead to more scoring. There's more home runs because home run leads to more scoring. And that's all they're trying to do. And it's uh, – I, I think that's why I, I'm not getting hot-hot about it because I really haven't seen – I, like I who's who's the guy on Twitter who's who's the baseball media person that's that's really driving it home like that's a mistake you can't do that I haven't seen it so I, I think that's a good thing and there's still some old heads involved but, okay, in okay so that's
0: where Tingler and Woodward aren't old heads these are new young managers that are supposed to be part of the Tingler's supposed to be part of the shift of the game. He was literally brought in to be a players manager right. to take this young Padres team and mold them and be the boon and be be the the Ross and the Cora and like the young new manager and he's so he's not an old Ted. You know, if this is Leland or Garden higher, I get it or even Madden. Like these are supposed to be the new sure. so that's where I'm most so disappointed. Tingler, what the fuck are you doing, man? How do you – he's the biggest stud. He's your golden goose. Publicly, fucking wipe his ass for him and kiss his forehead. If you want to talk to him behind closed doors and say, dude, you know, hey, if we give you that sign to not swing, you can't swing. That's a direct order. Well, if you want to swing 3-0, let us know, and maybe we'll allow it. Do that behind closed doors. But publicly, Tingler, your one fucking job is to babysit these young studs on the Padres and have their back Publicly. Can you imagine Boone doing that if Glaber
1: gotten in shit? It's, Boone it's the will lie
0: through his teeth
1: it's, to it, protect his guys. It's Tingler and, still being too connected to this Texas team. I mean, that's kind and of that's what, where I think that, the optics are even worse Yeah, for that's Tingler. what's fueled this whole fire, and it's, it's really dumb. It's really dumb. And, like, Trev, I don't know if he dug it up and found it, but, I mean, Woodward's walking all over himself and looking like an idiot. Yeah, Tingler I, not protecting his guy is really stupid. But, yeah, I mean, these guys being linked so closely, and then I think the old heads thing, you're absolutely right on this, but I think that ties back into what Trevor's saying, is that they're doing that and they're saying that stuff, so there's not beanballs today, that there weren't beanballs yesterday, that that's why they're doing that whole act, which, again, is just dumb all around.
2: It's stupid. I can't find the tweet I was looking for. My, my Twitter is a mess right now. Make it up. It, it had to do with Woodard and, like, a home run that he hit or, like, it was, it was like, how do you have that reaction when this happened to you? I'm going to try to find it. It's not that big of a deal because everyone knows how dumb this is. Like, it's just, what are you supposed to do, man? Well, dude, the, the, big, the biggest thing
0: is Tatis came out and apologized. And the dude just hit his second home run. And the dude had a fantastic night at the plate. He passed Trout for home runs. And what's he doing in his postgame? He apologizes and says, sorry, I didn't know the official unwritten rule. I didn't know if I wasn't allowed to swing on 3-0 with five runs, six runs, or seven-run lead. I didn't know what it was. And do you want to hear what, what the he official unwritten this-
2: rule is? This is this is, this is is what I've been taught, and I'm sure this is what everyone is taught. It's supposed to be six runs after six. Okay. Maybe back in, like, the 80s. Yeah. That I mean, was big, okay. When you, big when, red machine, yeah. Six after six ain't shit anymore. You're telling me we got to – with 6 runs and 9 outs to give, we should stop. We should go station to station? Nah, man. And you know the thing is, it's like, okay, you have that rule. Say you abide by the 6 after 6 rule. Okay? When you hit a ball in the gap, you still go to second base. You're still trying to hit the ball hard. Okay? So, do you think do you think the stolen base stuff still applies? It's different because you're putting yourself in a – you're trying to move forward on a base. That's not the same as being up there trying to hit the ball. Right. It's just a count. Yeah. And if they're if, – like, there's so many different things. If they're not holding you on, you can just go and waltz in there. No one says a dang thing. It's, it's like the catchers don't like that because they don't want to get a caught stealing or a, a stolen base against them. It's all about, like, not hurting people's feelings. Get – out of here you know who gets their feelings hurt the most hitters we fail the most dude it's so hard I am not giving you a strike ever 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 do you want to know
0: before this game in the in the five games before this game how many runs do you think the Padres bullpen gave up on average in the five games before this game Three or four. Four and a half runs. So you have a seven-run lead. Your bullpen sucks. You give up those four runs that you've averaged the last five games. Now you're in a save
2: situation. Get more runs, always and forever. Who cares? I saw this on Twitter, and this is is good. This is good. If we want to have this rule and people are getting their feelings hurt because, oh, my goodness, he swung 3-0 and they're up by so many runs, guess what? Forfeit. Throw in the white towel then. I am. We talked about this. I'm okay with a 10-run rule. Or if you want to forfeit the game to save your pitching and save guys, I, I think that's – it's okay. That's like so, – so, I think Donaldson said
0: it. A lot of guys were tweeting out and someone was like, if you promise not to hit runs the next inning, sure, I won't score the runs this inning.
2: It's so – But you're so going to try to ridiculous. come back, so yeah.
0: I should try to also score.
2: Another okay. example which is kind of going around is like, you know, if you're – your team, the pitcher's team is up by 7 runs and you get me 02. Don't throw me a strikeout pitch. Yeah. That's not fair. Give me a chance to get back in this game. That is not okay. Then what are we playing? Dude. What it, what it, what is that sport? M- most of these guys there's two people defending this. It's old Chris,
1: Chris Russo. It's
2: yeah, exactly. It's old dudes who just have zero like they don't understand the pulse of the game. Like, it's gone for them. Like, it's their way or the highway. And then it's pitchers. Pitchers, and, and not all pitchers, because a lot of pitchers are like, I don't care. I should, I need to make a better pitch 3-0, or I need to not get to 3-0. But there are a few, and they were in my text last night. You know who you are trying to defend this. It's indefensible. And I dare anybody to come at me. I dare you. Please,
0: it just let's, it just let's talk about it. Tatis has to apologize.
1: I, I'm i hoping that Tingler comes back from it. I mean, how how could you not? How could you not see what's going on today and come back in and be like, you know what, I, I know a lot of those guys over there. There's a lot going on in the moment. That's my guy. I kind of screwed up. If I'm Jace Tingler, that's the first thing I'm doing today.
2: Who was the pitcher the three behind Machado.
1: Is it the same dude? I, I don't say. know. Let's see if I can bring it up. They yeah, had, it was
0: uh, in about not the same dude. They brought in a new They picture. did bring in a
1: Young new
2: guy, picture. right? Yeah. Okay, g- let me just say this. Let me just say this right now. And if Kyle wants to clip this. Somebody wants to clip it. Go mm. ahead. Okay. This is a young guy coming in. He gets the ball. Guess what his manager tells him to do. Throw it behind Machado. Hit Machado. I guarantee someone told this guy he needs to throw it Machado. He throws behind Machado. Did anything happen? They didn't even issue a warning. Nobody got suspended. Nobody got thrown out of the game. But Joe Kelly got eight games for doing essentially the same thing. Yeah. So I don't even hold this guy accountable because you're a young guy and your coach tells you to do something. You're going to do it. So – Who's held accountable? Got to be the manager then. Woodward, you want to sit and complain about unwritten rules and you can't be swinging 3-0? And then you tell your pitcher to go throw at another star of the game. Let's hurt this guy so he's not playing. Get the fuck out of here. It's pretty dumb. He needs – I mean, let's talk about that. He should be suspended. Get him out. This is such bullshit. The retribution for that is so stupid.
0: I think it looks really bad that Tingler has connections to Woodward. I think if he didn't have connections and then it was just like two stubborn old head managers, even though they're young and supposed to be new, I think you would be upset. But the fact that they're like looking out for each other and the fact that Hosmer looked at the Texas Rangers dugout and said, we'll talk to him. We'll talk to him. Like, Tatis, that's just a
2: thing that'll happen. That's just a thing that he was like, look, man, we don't want anybody else hit. We'll talk to him. We'll talk to him. Let us handle it in-house. Yeah. Like, that's okay, dude. Like, he, like they, they don't
0: want to i hit. But if I'm Tatis and I see that and then I see Tingler not have my back in the past press conference and you're fucking, like, young and crushing it and it's like, wait, what?
2: What I'd is assume, this? I'd assume that conversations behind closed doors with Hosmer Machado were a lot different. Yeah. Yeah, and and I and the fact that Ting came out and did the press conference like that is crazy to me. It's a crazy Town, great band. Jake probably loves them.
1: Mm. That's Funky Town, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, it gets me
2: hot, man. I, I I feel like I've cussed a little bit too much. I'm sorry for okay. that. It just gets I run hot with this stuff because come on, man, what is baseball?
1: Better out it's it's than an in. entertainment
2: sport. Yeah. Yeah. Let the sure. guy entertain. He's the most entertaining guy in baseball right now.
0: Someone in the chat said also the Rangers were the team to blow out the O's thirty to three.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I want to yep. find that tweet about something with Woodward too. It was like this he's like this someone's like someone should retweet this a million times. Like it's hilarious. It's just you look horrible, man.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Dumb. Dumb.
2: Oh, yeah. Wait, I was supposed to give a little monologue on Lance Lynn. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So, Mike Miner cannot hit Tatis because he was the guy telling uh, Ronald Guzman, don't catch the pot fly. Don't catch the plot fly. I'm trying to get 200 strikeouts. I think he either got an incentive for that or he just wanted it as a milestone. He's got it, yeah. Either way, guess what, man? Stats pay. Guess what, Tatis, trying to get paid. So, anyways, Miner can't hit him. I am gonna text Kyle Gibson, who's throwing on Thursday. I'm gonna, we're gonna talk. He's not gonna hit him either. I'm just gonna make that clear to him, hopefully. And I don't think Kyle's that kind of guy, friend of the pod. I mean, if you Lance. hit him, if
0: you hit him now, you look t- so like you know, if it, you gotta look at the public reaction and. No, who cool. give a,
2: you know who doesn't give a shit about the public reaction? Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn who's pitching. I don't think Lance Lynn wants to hit people either. No. He's having a great He's season. the one guy I'm worried about. I want to just reach out. He doesn't even go on the internet. Yeah. I'm not even sure he's ever been Dude, on the he, internet. Dude, he
0: he whoops and hollers. Lance is all
1: about kind of stuff. Let, let me know how your carrier pigeon to Lance goes. He literally <laughs> grabs his nuts. If someone if someone
2: could send a carrier pigeon of this transcript to Lance so he gets it, it'd be nice. Lance, please. Please, don't hit Tatis. No, it would be
1: badass if I, was it, a, man. if I was a Texas Rangers fan. If you struck out Tatis, if you sure. just punched him, made him look silly, you know, beat him at the game of baseball. Yeah. Win some baseball games. Go beat him. Yeah. Jeez.
0: All right. We're going to move on. we got a couple more things to talk about. But first, got to tell you about DraftKings because they are bad transition. hmm Hey, it's John Boy here telling you there are 100 million reasons why you should listen up. DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is celebrating the return to sports by giving away up to $100 million in prizes to all of their customers, including one lucky winner who will take home a $1 million cash prize. To claim your share of up to $100 million in instant giveaways, all you have to do is download the app and sign up using promo code JOMBOY. Then enter DraftKings' free football survivor pool. You like survivor pools, Trev? Mm. Big fan? trev shakes has said yes he is a big fan it's really that easy to claim your share of up to 100 million in instant giveaways and put yourself in the running to win a one million dollar cash prize while the top prize is reserved for one lucky winner everybody who signs up and enters DraftKings' free football survivor pool will receive an instant bonus prize of at least five dollars in value upon entering when jake signed up he got so much value While you're in the app, don't forget to check out all of the great daily fantasy contests DraftKings is hosting for this week's basketball and golf action as well. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code JOHNBOY to claim your share of $100 million in instant giveaways and put yourself in the running for $1 million cash top prize. That's promo code JOHNBOY to get your share of $100 million in prizes only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. SleeDraftKings.com.
1: For more details. Trevor, I think I might have found your Woodward quote.
2: I found the tweet, too.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: I found the tweet that I was referencing. You want me you to guess it way. and see if it's right? Yeah, yeah, go for
1: it. The one I saw was, we don't quit. We fight. We have quality at-bats late. We were one hit away from tying the game or winning the game. Can't say enough about that. Chris Woodward in 2019 after his Rangers came within a hit of tying the Orioles after being down seven in the ninth. <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah. Here, I love that. This is the one I got. Woodward hit one grand slam as a player. His team was up by six runs at the time. It was he should have just struck out, dude? You're already up by six yeah. runs. Why are you trying to hit a grand slam, dude?
0: Send me those tweets. I want them for the breakdown.
2: Okay, I will.
0: Breakdown.
1: Yours was oh, really good. Man. Where'd you what? find that? Who tweeted that? Uh, we don't love the person, so I'd rather not. Okay you yeah, eh. just use the
0: actual quote.: Yeah, I just find the quote originally in your face person we don't like
2: who I don't know who it is, but I'm have a pretty good guess. There's anyway. so many. <laughs> For me, there's so many. so point.
0: this is old news now, Trev, but Clevenger and Policec got uh, sent to the satellite camp, and we uh, haven't talked about this with you yet. We talked about it on some pregame shows. Did we talk about it? I don't think we did. Uh, seems like straight roster manipulation to me. Trev,
2: your thoughts? 100%. You know, passon has got the in on the secret closed-door meeting, apparently. that's He would tell us not to tweet something like that, but, you know, do as I say, not as I do type thing. Here's my feeling on it. They're using Oliver Perez as this veteran who has a ton of pull, and he said he was going to walk off the team if Clevenger and Plesak were still there. Do Do you think Oliver Perez has that type of pull within the innings organization? He doesn't. Respect, yes, he's played for a long time. I get it. You might have some respect, but he's not going to make roster moves for the team. He's not going to call it out. But I'll tell you what he will do. He will be the face of it. So the front office can say, yeah, our team didn't want them. So let's keep them down. Mm, Let me get my calculator out. Oh, yeah, let's keep them down this many days. And now both of them are going to lose a year of service time. Not lose a year, but add an extra year before they can hit free agency. That's an all-time screw-up for these two guys. I mean Pleaseac has less than a year. There's like a hundred days in the show. Now he's gonna go from being super two to not being super two. That's that's tough to swallow. And Clevenger's gonna delay his free agency by a year. And honestly, normally I would say they're gonna file grievances because this is BS. But they have they're not gonna be able to because the team's gonna cite health reasons. And they have they have an argument. Against them, a good one. So, like, is it clear roster uh, service time manipulation? Absolutely. Am I happy that it's happening? No, I don't want that to ever happen. But, like, they're going to do it. And there's nothing that these guys can do about it. And they caused it themselves. I mean, you, there are some times where you just got to say, dude, you guys screwed up. And this is one of those times. And it's costing him big time. That's a that's a huge thing. This is not some small thing where it's like, dude, Clevenger not being a free agent and having to go play a whole another year. That's, I think it's too much.
0: It's it tough. puts me back on the player's side. I mean, I mean, I know that this is what the union signed. Uh, this is the agreement, and teams mess with service time all the time. But does Clev was supposed to be a free agent at the end of this year, or does he have two more years? I think
1: another.
2: I two think years. it was after next year. Yeah. After so next year. Wasn't, it now, wasn't this year. It year. Wasn't, wasn't this year. Now it's so. going to be two years from now. That sucks, man. How do you
0: How do you have a good relationship? Like, you almost need to trade him this offseason now. I mean, how do you repair that? And, yes, Clev made a dumb mistake. I mean, really dumb. Lying to the team, going on that plane when police X driving his car is about as dumb about as selfish and rude as you get.
2: Oh wait, wait, wait! I'm sorry. We are we are way ahead of ourselves. Way ahead of ourselves. He he's, ARB eligible. This year is the first time he's not a free agent until 2023.
0: Well, still though, it adds a year. It's still right? gonna push it back. Just like it seems like that's bad. Bad blood.
1: Yeah, and I mean, what you're saying, Jim, ties into, I mean, that's why these guys are professionals. I mean, we've done the arbitration conversation on here before, which when you zoom out is the most ridiculous thing in sports, have a team and a player fight about how good or bad they are to get their financials. My word, that's so dumb. And so if you're Clevenger, I mean, you kind of have to eat the bug on this one and say, all right, well, I'm going to put my head down and shove and either get traded out of here or hit when I hit free agency Make sure I still get get my payday um, And you're right I mean there's going to be no argument from their term I mean they could point to the Cardinals They could point to the Marlins And say oh well we didn't want to shut our season down And there's basically no counter to that So there's nothing to stand on uh, It sucks man I mean Clevenger was a sexy Cy Young pick And now he's he's off that team And I think Trying to tie these stories together in weird Jake fashion, because that's what I do, is we're gonna find out what's uh, we got some juicy stuff right now. Is how mm-hmm. do these teams react? Because guess what? When they kicked Clevenger and Pleissack off the team, Indians brought the broomsticks to Detroit. Yes, it's the Tigers. But we forget that these places are workplaces. They're environments. Like, the Indians could have a nice little chip on their shoulder and bond it together, turn that three-game win streak into five, turn into six. Like, we've got other pitchers. You know, Trevor talked to you about Plucko all day. We've been trying to get him to mm. stop. But, um, and I think it's the same thing with the Padres. What happens from here? This is going to be a mark in their season. Does Tingler come in and eat a bug on it and say, hey, You know, I didn't handle that great. I believe in our guys. Does Tingler put up a cold, old-school baseball shoulder? That ain't going to go well. And how does Tatis react to all this? Does Tatis see all this online today? And he's like, you know what? You guys all like that Grand Slam? Come watch more of the show. Or is Tatis, you know, in this weird, my manager doesn't like me, baseball sucks? Um, These are both check marks in this young but weird season that I'm excited to follow for Cleveland. Hey man, uh I think Clev and Plisak, you screwed up in different ways on different levels. How how do you react? Yeah, Plisak's
0: – I don't he's so dumb. So
1: try to double down.
2: I yeah, uh, I've talked to some people about him, and um, I'll just, you know. I hate that look, I, I I root for players. These guys are good players. I get I mean, they're good for the game too, they have personalities. If you like him or not, whatever. Like they have, these are good. I don't really know. Well, Plesek, first but glimpse of
0: personality, I don't think it's. good Yeah, for I'm not going
2: to talk on Plisex. I don't. I don't know him. Haven't seen. Judging of him, on but the one but Clevenger's vision. has a personality. It's yeah. it's a personality that people seem to enjoy. He hits a, and dip, he's a target good demo. He's a good pitcher. You want to see these guys on the field. You want to see them getting paid because they have worked their ass off. But then you know you can't do dumb stuff and not. You know have consequences so I, I really hope the Indians don't go through this and hold them down because they're also guess what like they got to win games and these guys help them win games
1: ne- next time we do a giveaway one of the giveaways is going to be a two minute video of Jimmy doing his Clevenger impression because it's it's a sight to see it's kind of beautiful and guys have a, my fake narrative I just made up so they swept Detroit after the incident they play three versus the Pirates and then they play three more versus Detroit. We could very well be talking about an 8-1 Indians team since the incident, <laughs> with, with maybe 8-1 being on the low end, if they're right. That'd be cool. Anything else?
0: We have anything else? Oh, the bubble! The, the bubble, bubble! The bubble! The bubble! The bubble. Uh, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this, but we figured we'd just keep you guys informed for those that aren't uh, up to date. And I'm not even up to date. I, the is too long for me passing. I'm, that's not your fault. It's just... It's not on you. Me and the articles don't get along. Which is weird because I love books, but I don't like articles. They're going to do a bubble for the playoffs. We've been saying it. Jake's been saying it. It seems like they're already starting this. They reached out to the NHL to ask them about the benefits of a bubble. I'm sure the NHL said, uh, Keeps players safe. We're in a pandemic. <laughs> and then MLB was like, Oh, shit. Smart. That's awesome. It's Really smart. Hey, Bob. They say there's benefits, and then they run the bubble plan. Uh, what are the cities they're talking about, Baby Uh
1: Arlington and San Diego were the two frontrunners, I believe. Milwaukee, New York, and Chicago were all the places also being considered, but those are the two.
0: Nice. So it's happening. I mean, we'll keep tabs on it for you. I don't think there's anything more to discuss. It sounds smart. It sounds better. Actually, sounds something? kind of fun. Yeah. What do you want? What do you got, Trev?
2: Well, I had hoped that MLB didn't just start thinking about a bubble. <laughs>
0: like no but they're putting it in place.
2: Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't have this season in a bubble. There's too many teams, too many games, couldn't do it. Doesn't work for baseball. But for the playoffs it does. My thought on this is Houston and Dallas host the playoffs. You have an AL or I guess you could have an AL and NL site. Both are domed. They're centrally located. Let's go get these guys in there and I think you could do it that way. Yeah.
1: Mm. We'll keep up They should do it Sounds like they're going to do it Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the player safety stuff I think more importantly to the people making decisions Is the money part And if a playoff series were to get shut down That could be a potential fiasco So, uh, the bubble makes a lot of sense And I think the guys will be fine with it Because, I mean, you know, if you do an AL-NL bubble That's going to be two, three weeks have everybody check in, do your spit test, do a couple follow-up spit tests and in theory you should be all right. I think the players are fine with that. And uh yeah, I don't know. I'm uh if I'm being completely honest with you guys, right now I have just a Tatis Dick dropping tour going on in my head which is him in the next few weeks basically saying I'm bigger than the game and I will change hmm. the game. Yeah. Good.
0: I hope that he comes out with some vigor and venom and not a subdued, like, you just yum, yeah. yum. Dude,
1: yeah. I hope Machado might be perfect for him. Machado's yeah. just going to feel the Hosmer's fire the a little bit. the
2: same way. These guys, I'm telling you, there's no way that behind closed doors they were, like, scolding him. There's just no H- way. Hosmer and him were laughing in
0: the dugout, so I do think he was just placating
2: the, the Rangers well, more watch. than actually um, – you think I, he I, was like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna look like I'm talking to you about something right now, but really, that shit was so awesome. Like, you should just uh, keep uh, hitting three o' grandies, and I'm gonna act like I'm I'm chastising you, but yeah. really, that was sick.
0: Or just along the hey, these guys are big fucking babies. Tingler is best friends with Woodward. They go to each other's uh, houses and pool parties. So, like, we just gotta act like we can't do this. I know a bunch the cameras of, behind uh, me. Woodward and Tingler, b- butt buddy babies. So John uh, Boy's not gonna be
2: able to read like, my the, lips. The cameras Tingler's behind been a, me." Tingler was a is a grinder. I get it. He's been in the game a long time, but he's also coached a bunch of winter ball. He's very good with the Latin guys. And if anyone has ever played winter ball or understands how these, uh, the DR and Venezuela and uh, even Puerto Rico, how they play the game, like they don't. The the rules chat. are
0: not the same. Tingler, I guess, is having a press conference right now, and he said at the end of the day. I'm happy the 21-year-old missed that sign. I guess
1: eat the bug, Tingler. Dude, what? Stupid quote. That is still a stupid quote. Yeah. Hey, I was this uh this ties into uh, Jimmer's. Jimmer's good for the game thing. Have you ever been excited for, Have you ever been more excited for a Padres pre-game manager <laughs> interview and have you ever been more excited for a 3-0 pitch in a Padres game. Tingler sucks, man. I'm out. I didn't like his whole presence
2: in the press conference. I told you I'm not a fan of the Texas Rangers organization. Mm. Hey, Trev, as, as I, know that,
0: I know that Boone Savage's rant is cringy if you're not a Yankees fan. Like, our dudes are savages in that box. If you're not a Yankees fan, I can, be, I can understand you being like, that sucks. But all you need out of these managers is have your players back. At all ends.
2: So it's the literally their only like,
0: job. So the players feel like you have a leader. And, like, to mess it up in your easiest and first opportunity. is. And now to backtrack the next day after you get ripped through the media. And I'm glad he's backtracking instead he of doubling to down. Backtrack. You have to, backtrack. But to like, backtrack. Just a really bad look for Tingler, I think, in his first kind of test of sorts. And I think he failed it. I didn't really know what he was about. I still don't really know what he's about. But in that one interview, I thought he came off like, it's just so easy to have your golden gooses back. That guy, I hope he swings at every pitch and hits a home run. Like, I'm never going to be upset when that dude's doing what he does. He's lighting up the sport. So easy. Yeah. It's so easy.
2: What an idiot. I I got nothing, man. That's just – it's so – it's – there's no, like, looking towards the other side and seeing that it could be right. Like – it's just wrong. And I I was brought up that way too, man. I got it pounded into my head, dude. Pounded, pounded. This is the right way to play the game, blah, blah, blah. Some things you can change your opinion on. This is one of them, Ting. Chris Woodward. Let's go.
1: Ting, ting's back peddling hard, which is good. And I, I think there is a little bit of, and again, it's why you tune in to talk in baseball, folks. We the best. Trevor mentioned it with the Laureano thing. I think the A's not having a railing was a huge factor in that situation. And I think here, Tingler being connected to boy, the boy, Rangers huge factor. is a huge factor.
0: I really I, He has to backtrack. I really don't like that he said in his quote, he did what he's supposed to do with that pitch. At the end of the day, I'm happy the one year old missed that sign because he's just kind of making sure people remember, you know, he, he did miss the sign. We
1: don't know how he's What's saying that, to be fair. What's the freaking sign, dude? Don't- like, if he, said, if he says that with a giggle and a wink. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're you know. Right. Right. Good call, Jake. I don't want to be hot to quotes. But- I
2: was talking to Dallas Braden last night. My bad name drop. And I was telling him that guy that caught the ball in the pool. That was awesome. That was
1: funny. I was telling him, like, dude, I had to
2: take so many strikes, like with garden hire. And I even got in trouble. I got yelled at in front of the whole team because I challenged, like, the go ahead and take a strike when we're down three runs. I'm like, dude, we're down three runs every game. I have to go hit 0 1 every game. So I told him, I said, "When when I got to 3 0, I promise you, I never looked at a coach. I am not looking at you. Don't give me a take or a swing. I don't give a shit. This is <laughs> I'm swinging. And uh, our guy from Foolish Baseball got my stats up. He said I swung 25 times out of 112 3-0 counts.
0: Yeah, Foolish Baseball. He looked it up. It was good. So
2: that's nice. At least I'm practicing what I've Did
1: Dallas cut his beard and hair? Is that Braden Kett? Maybe that's not from last night. That's from a couple years ago. When he caught that ball in the pool. Do you know? I
2: have no idea. I saw it and I laughed at it.
1: Either way, it's a good clip. Yeah. All right. That ends the show. Thank you
0: guys very much for tuning in and hanging out with us. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah.
2: Biggest winner of the Tatis thing. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Hang, Hang with us one more second. Our boy, Phil Hughes. He owns all. Of the Tatis rookie <laughs> cards, all these things, he is sitting there laughing because this guy's becoming a superstar. And I and go on eBay, you're going to find some of those Tatis cards for sale soon, Add. for a lot of money. Get it, Phil. All
0: right, thank you guys very much. We'll see you later. We got uh, voicemails tomorrow, so call in if you haven't already. Love you. Swing away, three O. Do what you got to do.